Hey man, you ready to do? You ready to do the easiest job? Uh, yeah, you know what, man? I fucking guess so. Dude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, you expect me to? I already edited a video today, and then I started editing another video that you didn't ask me to, and I just sort of started making. I I had to charge my phone twice today because I <laughs> I didn't charge it last night, and then I charged it up to ten percent. Thought, okay, we're good for the day. And then it died. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, you don't know what it's like to be me, Jake. You know no. how many you know how many times I had to go to the post office this year? I, I'm I'm guessing at least ten. Probably not that many. <laughs> probably probably, not probably that many. six or seven. Yeah. That's not too bad. That's not. It wasn't that bad, you know. Yeah. But you don't know that. Yeah. You don't know you, that about you, me. You don't know. You last don't know time I went to the last time I went to the post office, did I tell you about this? No, I bet. Like, did I tell an, you? About... There's an ambulance there. You know, I thought, oh man, I wonder if I if I should go in or not and deliver <laughs> these shirts today. Yeah. Or would I be in the way of a a oh, rescue some sort team? Of, yeah. I go in there and there's Some like tragedy. nobody. Ambulance parked out front with the lights on. I go in, there's like nobody in there. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll just drop these packages off. I do that. I go back, sit in my car. And they wheel out uh, a gurney that has a backpack on it. <laughs> like a big okay. hiker backpack. Okay. And my first thought was, being the... Um, clinical, you know, theoretical guy that I am. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, oh my God, somebody tried to ship a baby in a backpack. <laughs> and then they opened it up and it was just like stuff in there. I think it was just somebody's backpack. But there was nobody in the back. There was nobody in the ambulance yet, I don't think. Maybe they had another one come. But to put it I, on the I gurney seems very yeah. funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, is there a koala bear in there? They've got, like, IV bags. Yeah, is, doing it, shit. is it Boots? Is it Dora's friend Boots in there? There's a monkey in there. Anyway, ended up not being a big deal because I didn't really uh, have to deal with whatever happened at all. You know, I just kind of put it towards the back of my brain. And yeah. I moved on because, you know, I didn't really... What are you going to do, you know? I saw exactly. a, a car that had just been hit by a train one time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought, oh, you know, I guess I got to get out. The guy was fine. He was like, ah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well. And I just hit, drove away. <clears throat> I, uh, I've only. There's like a RAV4 that's been flipped like four times. Hey, you good, man? Yeah. All right, well. That'll work. I, uh, <clears throat> watched a dude. <coughs> Sorry. Spicy drink. Um, watched a guy pull out of on a bike, not a motorcycle, like a bike, out of a Sonic, like a busy intersection, and uh, just got t-boned. And he like went forward, and I caught the t- like the very end of it. I like was in the other lane, and the handlebar like went into his neck. That's the last I saw. I was like, oh well, maybe it just hit him in the throat, and he was solid. And I was in a car with somebody who was very very drunk and very high. Uh, and I was like, we should turn around. And he was like, 
uh, no, I, I, he'll be all right. And I was like, oh, you, you know. So, like, I was like, no, please stop the car. The guy, I guess, went into, like, stone driving autopilot and passed, like, six places to turn the car around. And finally, like, we turned around and the ambulance already got there. And, uh, yeah, it went through his neck pretty good. Um, and he did not live. That's not really, like, a captivating story or anything. I just Well, I hope pro- he got to take a sip of his drink first. <laughs> I hope he got to have some That would be such barber. a bummer. I just got this big ocean water. Oh, I can't take to wait to take my first big sip when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I hope I can still take a big sip of this. At that and same find out Sonic, you don't even have an esophagus anymore. <laughs> At that same Sonic, this guy that went to like, I didn't know him personally, but he went to like the rival high school or whatever. He tried to do uh, suicide by cop there, um, and he like was like waving around what ended up being like an airsoft gun with the orange tip like cut out. He's like waving it around. I was trying to do a suicide by cop. But the cops didn't kill him. They just tased him. And, you know, he like, and he, uh, I don't know. I, I, he, I guess he went to a, I, I don't know what happened to it. Mental health facility, jail, I don't know. But like a year later, tried the same thing and they didn't kill him the second time. Like they shouldn't kill him. That cop should not be killing people. They didn't willy-nilly. kill him a second time. No, but I get like over two at the same. Sonic? That's what. That's what I'm. Not the same. Not the. Yeah, he went. Oh, to, okay. It was. It was an adjacent parking lot next to it. Because I guess the kid lived in the area. He was very mentally unwell. But in my mind, like obviously, I was like, I'm glad they didn't kill him. But I would be so mad if I lived in a country where like you can pr- the cops can pretty much kill you, you know, with impunity, and they do it pretty often. And you want to die, <laughs> and you're like, "This I don't have to kill myself. I don't got to do none of that. I'll um, do it for me, and you know it won't hurt because I'll just get shot a whole bunch of times and I'll die." And then you just you have like a milkshake, and then you know two times, I would be fucking pissed. Like I like how how am I being fa- how am I being denied the most American fucking experience, which is being murdered by like a guy who is like. 200 pounds overweight and writes, like, writes traffic tickets for a living, you know? I don't know. I actually think it's good they didn't kill him. But, you know, I kind of think I, differently I, about things. I, I'm, I, I'm glad they didn't. I'm just saying, if you're in the mindset of a guy who's ready to go out, you know... I have no idea what that's like. Me neither. We didn't just talk about it on Monday. Uh, or was that... No. That was we yesterday, and, and that is coming out next yeah, week. No, we don't pre-record episodes, remember? They're not live. Nobody cares, dude. <laughs> we could have recorded this ten years ago. It does not matter, dude. That would be that was so funny. If it, yeah, ten years ago I was eighteen and you were uh, twelve, <laughs> and we sound exactly like I, we do now, and we have the same life experiences and the same, you know. We should we should do that like a time capsule. Yeah, have a bunch of podcasts come out in ten years when when nobody gives a fuck what we're doing. Well, you can schedule on Patreon. As long and far in advance as you want. So that actually would be kind of funny to just sketch. <laughs> if Patreon's still even a thing, we'll just record a one-off episode and just schedule it for like 2062. <laughs> they just have it be like, God, I don't even... Probably would be. Yeah, bad. after like the server fire of 57. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The solar flare that like basically wipes anything that's digital or whatever. My name's, uh, my name's Timmy Tom. Timmy Tom from the, uh, uh... Space Irish Jake. Club. Space Jake checking in. <laughs> Bring me to your... 
Uh, one of Jake's interests. Space uh, Dojo. <laughs> yeah, Space Dojo. You know, Dojo. That's I good, filled man. up a cup of water earlier, and you won't believe this, but it seems I drank almost all of it. Yeah, I made a... So I took Topo. There it goes. Topo Chico, Bloody Mary mix, pickle juice, hot sauce. And I made kind of like a michelada, but without the beer. And it's a really, truly refreshing, crisp, hot time beverage. Um, it's delicious. Uh, but I've realized when I go do two hours of really hard cardio, the last thing I need to do is to like upset my stomach. So let, like the last three episodes we've done, I've basically just been sitting here like about to shit my pants. Which, honestly, I'm surprised hasn't happened on the show yet, given that I have, you know, stomach problems. Yeah, you problem. have a female bowel. I have a Jewish female stomach. <laughs> that is the... Uh, I, that, I wish, buddy. <laughs> oh, man, I would love to look like one. Oh, of man, <laughs> goddamn. I've been trying to lose some weight, trying to look like uh, Abby Shapiro. You know, I'm, trying, <laughs> I'm trying to get me... I'm trying to get on that. Dude, Everybody I got my jujitsu gym says I look like Barry Weiss. So what weight class are you trying to compete in? A Jewish woman. I'm trying to get down to about 106. I'm trying to get down to a nice, wiry, six foot four, 105 pounds. <laughs> uh, Jew, you know, I, like, I mean, you know, I could maybe move up to welterweight, you know, but I've just been having a lot of luck at, at a Jewish female journalist that lives in Brooklyn weight class. Um, nice, wiry frame. I, mean, I got to ask you a question. Um, have you seen the drama about that teacher? From Ontario, oh, the one with the tits. Yes, dude. The oh yeah, that's a funny one. Listen, uh, man, was that a, was that a real story? Here, so here's the thing. The, I the, thought like the prosthetic boobs and all that. Yes, I thought it was like a you know that stupid libs for TikTok or whatever. That's like yeah. it's like it's like a vodka tampon shit from the 2000s where it's like not it's basically not real. I thought, and then I went digging and it's it's real. <laughs> Which no, I don't, it, which it, let, here's the thing. I, uh, so a buddy of mine sent me the, Ben sent me the picture and he was like, get a load of this. And I was like, I need, me and you got to stop doing this with each other <laughs> because we're getting on, it's getting to the point where like the more disturbing, like what is the next phase of like sending each other weird stuff? Um, anyway, he was like, it's a shop teacher. And I was like, this isn't real. You're hanging out with Rogan too much. You're like, <laughs> like you been to one too many Jordan Peterson dinners. Like, come on, man. You got to cut this shit out or whatever the fuck. And uh, he was like, no, dude. Like, students that are on Twitter saying, like, they've been trying to bring it up for months, but they keep getting squashed or whatever. And he sends me the picture of the pink shirt with the nipples out. Mm -hmm. Fundamentally, like, I didn't know what I was looking at. I feel like that is what lives in the head of, like, every... Um, transphobic person. You know what I'm saying? Like any conservative that imagines like, you know, like... Yeah, I know what you mean. I I was mostly astounded at the size of the prosthetics. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, it's the size and the fact that the nipples... I, I forgot that regular people can get that kind of work done. Well, that's, it, it, it's... it's it's pro, They're prosthetics, I think. I really hope that they're not <laughs> fucking well, implants. I meant like I thought they were implants. No, it's like a no. Somebody linked to to what it is. It's like a thing you wear over your chest. It's like rubber. 
It's like a vest with huge silicone. Oh, it's disappointing. I thought I thought they've been training their body for that for years. No, 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 no. Because you can't just get that size overnight. That's decades of work. No, some students said literally like one day out of nowhere, the teacher showed up like that. And he was like, oh, all right, we're going to be uh, using the miter saw today. <laughs> and the kids were like, uh, one question, <laughs> just just one, uh, what's up? And they were like, you know, oh, uh, my name is so-and-so now. You will address me as such. And I thought the like, nipples were cool. I thought it was a nice touch. <clears throat> See, for me, the nipples, I was like, look, if you just went for an acceptable breast size, I don't think you'd be in the news. But you're in the news now. So maybe, like, what if he made them bigger? See, to me, that would be funny, is to, like, you know, you're in the news now, which is probably uncomfortable for you. You're clearly going, you know, having something happen in your life. But if I'm in the news, I figure I'm just going to double my money. I'm going, like, double F, like, down to the knees, you know, hanging out the bottom of the fucking cardigan or whatever. Yeah, I think I think you should make them saggy. Can you imagine? That big for the shock factor. Now I I understand body dysmorphia is a serious thing. The the aspect of it being a shop teacher, I will say, is funny. Yeah, that's what I'm trying the to get at. The idea of a, yeah. accidentally cutting off your boob. Well, it's say like with a miter saw or something. Yeah, that's just like, funny. You know, it wouldn't actually do you any physical harm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because it it's yeah, a. It's just you gotta. I, it looked like one of the worms from Dune or something. Apparently, there was no. Yeah, there was no like period of of like. I'm going to wear a dress. It just that it all came at once. Can you imagine you showing up to work and like Mike or one of the guys is just like, you know, going up in a tree <laughs> and you can see under their shirt. And they're fucking like in there. And you're I've like, I've had hey. that discussion before and um, I think it'd be fine. I'm not look. I'm not. I'm not saying. You it know, I just have you know much more open views than you do. You know, I'm not. No, I'm not. Like, you're trying to. Really, I know what you're trying to do. I know what you're trying to do, and I don't fucking approve. <laughs> I'm saying the sheer size and cartoonishness of the breasts is a, and then b the shop teacher that uh, two things very funny. Like if it was just a normal thing of like a boob cup, uh, you know what? It wouldn't even. But the fact that they're like. The nipples, man. Why do you have to do that? Like, you know. You can probably sand those down. You know, you got. It's not like you don't have the resources to do that. He's like, all right, kids, today, uh, well, welcome to my welcome to class. If those of you who are new just transferred, uh, my name is uh, Stephanie. Um, so today uh, we're going to be using uh, belt sanders. Anybody use a belt sander before? Raise your hand. All right, today we're going to be sanding down Stephanie's, you know. Big old pepperoni nipples. I'm just going to need one of you guys to <laughs> come on up here. It's, uh, and uh, you know what sucks, man, is like, it's sad because the bad part of it is that, like, people who already suck are using it as cannon fodder to, like, they're, they, see? Like, what were we talking about two episodes ago? Like, you're, you know, they're going to make your kid take fucking jacking off 2010 or whatever. Like, it's just, it's fuel to the fire to people who already have bad fucking opinions yeah. and shit or pieces of shit or whatever the fuck. Um, but that being said, it's still pretty funny. <laughs> it World is knowledge is a, is a comical, um, combination of things. Now, I think, I think the move is if you're going to go prosthetics, which I completely understand, you know, a lot of that stuff takes a long time to adjust to. Right. I would say go one, one tit. 
Yeah, just go one at first and see, you know, because then <clears throat> just go one in the middle, you know, and say, I got hit, I got, I got hit by a, a post hole digger in the chest and it swelled up. People get used to seeing. <laughs> okay, that I giant see what you're saying. Mass on you. Say, I, I say, I have skin cancer. Okay. And it's only <laughs> it makes on my, my nipples very. My chest. Makes my nipple my very protruding. Yeah, yeah. and then people feel bad for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. And okay. And then you show up with a second one. Yeah. People say, "Oh, it's those a second look like tum- boobs." <laughs> and you say, "Funnily enough, I they're, they're I tumors. Have, they're both tumors." And then you show up with a third one. Yeah. And they yeah, say, yeah, there "Okay, you go. what the fuck?" And you say, "No." I'm an alien woman. And then you show up with one big BBL ass cheek. And then right. at that point, it's like, okay, they're dying. I would love to have only half a BBL. I think me and you could split one and each get one cheek, and I think that would catapult this show. You into, get the you cheeks, know. and I get the, I get the lengthened crack. <laughs> Just the same flat ass, yeah. but like your, your ass crack starts like mid-tailbone. <laughs> yeah, and then you, you have a narrow... You have Narrow, a skinny ass crack. Skinny ass so crack, your but ass like cheeks can't fully spread ever. Yeah, I can't shit like it's when the I, straightest surgery you can get. Yeah, <laughs> that's my defense for it. Next time we're hanging yeah. out, you're like, dude, what the fuck? And I was like, well, I went to the doctor and asked for the straightest surgery possible, and they said BBL, no extended ass crack. And yeah, I was like, oh, okay, well, I mean, that makes you think sense. I'm gay for getting a BBL? Well, you got to reach so much further if you want to finger me now. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it ta- it would take a medically impossibly large penis to fuck me in my butt cheeks. <laughs> so I mean, you know, deal with that what you will. You know, what are you looking at over there, man? You got something I was looking going at on? Otis. He's lying on the ground. Hey, big Odie. Because sure, I leaned my chair a lot. You know, I didn't want to land on his feet or anything. Squash him or something. Then he'd go. <laughs> he'd make a noise like that. He's been. He's been up and at him the last few nights. Because he knows he's getting his he's fucking new lease on mouse. life, man. That's right. Shout outs to everybody who donated Big O. Yeah, thank you so much, everybody. Everybody. <clears throat> PayPal, thankfully, is holding about 40% of that hostage until early October. So that's nice. That's okay. I love complaining about things that aren't that big of a deal. I love it. Yeah, I absolutely love it. I earlier I'm like, oh, um, this money, this money people gave me isn't going to be here for a little bit. I was like, oh ri- no, <laughs> this free. I was writing my two weeks' notice, and I was like, I don't want to send this, man. It's just always like a song and dance, and you know. I was just like, you got a new job, right? Like the job you wanted. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, more money, and I'm like, yeah. And she's like, why are you complaining? I'm like, I think it's in my DNA to like bitch. Like I, I, I've tried to go a whole day without complaining, and I just end up really mad by like eight p.m. Like I have to vocalize, like it's hot or it's cold or like my stomach hurts. Like I'm like <laughs> just walking around, like fuck, man, man, man. See, uh, but it's mostly because I'm bitch made, and I'm not really like a tough guy or like a man, really. Even you know, just kind of like yeah. a hu- huge bumbling pussy. I'm, I'm really one of probably one of the toughest guys in the whole world. People say that about you when you're not around. They say yeah. he seems super well put together and super tough. Um, yeah. And I'm surprised he hangs out with somebody like you, Jake. And I'm like, I know, you know. But I'm kind of like a big brother to Thomas, I say. And people are like, I believe that for sure. There, I believe that you yeah. have a lot of good insights. People see us like brothers. <laughs> they yeah. do. They see us as, you know, two guy like just two really well put together guys who've never, you know, 
uh, you know, upset anybody or We're done like anything We're like the Blues wrong. Brothers, uh, and I'm the guy who didn't uh, who never die died. of a drug overdose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I get to be the one who lives. Yeah, that would make the most sense. Um, who's a there was Jim Belushi. He was the one who died, right? Uh, John is court. Jim Belushi is the one that had the brother that had the show. According to Jim, John Belushi was his brother that died. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was in Animal House, the frat movie. Or whatever yeah, yeah. I remember him. I just had the names mixed up. And was Dan Aykroyd one of them, or was he only in the later one? I think he was the other one, wasn't he? I think. He I'm, I'm pretty been. sure. He just may have been. And Dan Aykroyd, as few know, is still alive today and telling his gorgeous stories. I remember, uh, speaking of 80s movies, um, my dad showed me Fast Times at Ridgemont High when I was like 10. I don't know if you know that movie. It's just like a stoner movie from like the early 80s. And um, it was the first pair of tits I'd seen in a movie. Like, dude, I I think I was like, I don't know, he was like 10. He's like, this is my favorite movie when I was uh, growing up. It's funny. And, uh, you know, it's got uh, Sean Penn. You know Sean Penn? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I, I've been watching, like, up at that. <laughs> up at, like, my dad is, you know, it's kind of like as stupid as he was. He, like, had, a, like, a very eclectic kind of interesting, you know, well-rounded taste in movies. And he was like, you know Sean Penn? Uh, you know, 21 Grams. You know, uh, you know he was a you know, big A-list actor, photographer. I'm like... No, nah, I've been watch- mostly watching Tarzan, man. Cars 2. <laughs> He's like, all right, well, you know. This- anyway, um, it's just boobs in the movie for like, you know, an hour and a half. And I was like, you know, I was like, I didn't know that they could do that or whatever. And my dad was like, oh, put titties on TV? Man, that's like half the movies out there. <laughs> it's like, you got, I mean. <laughs> Hey man, you know uh, you ever heard of it? it's like got American Pie? That's a good. One. I'm like in my head taking like notes. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like etching like, in stone. Stone. Forever, yeah, like, yeah. It was like the first time. Titty movie. Yeah, and so like I watched that one, and then my dad actually had American Pie on DVD, and I didn't understand any of the jokes. None. I was just like I heard like like your brain at that point like you're not jacking off yet, but you're like breast. <laughs> it's like a it's like a ghost of a concept in your mind. You're edging towards being 12, 13, so you're like I think it's like 11 a uh tit uh a breast. So I would like, you know, uh pop that in and then they would they would be they would be like smoking weed jokes like I'm like, "Oh, I'm hitting the bong." And I'm like, "Bong, I think that's a drug." <laughs> and, and then and then like, you know, there's like plot, but again, I'm not following the plot. There's like a band joke and high school jokes and like can't get my dick hard jokes. None of that stuff's hitting. The only thing that's hitting to me is like breast, <laughs> it's like boob, uh, 10 years old, you know, like it's, I remember being like seven years old and watching like VHS movies at my grandma's house and it would be like Marilyn Monroe and I would, she like... Almost all of every movie Marilyn Monroe was in, which is like her making out. Yeah. That was like the craziest thing in the world. I'd be like six years old, like, man, I wish I was I wish I was in that room so I could just stay in there and like pee my pants. Yeah. 
while it just happens. just stand there and just like be hard like i guess <laughs> like i was talking I about even... that at work yesterday and let me tell you that shit did not land not the it wasn't that detailed of a story but like I was like, you guys ever see movies growing up and like you wanted to pee your pants because you couldn't get hard yet? <laughs> and it was like, nope. And I, I wasn't like I would pee my pants, but I could feel something in my penis. Yeah, yeah. And there was no fraction of getting hard at the time. You don't know what like kid. yeah. You don't know what getting hard is, so you just think you have to piss. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, man, I want to. If I want to pee, dude, I'm too scared to ever kiss a girl. But if I could just. Like, be a couple miles away and piss my pants. Piss my pants, dude. Oh, my God, yes. I think I told you, maybe, I don't know, but um, the my mom had, like, a... We had, like, an old desktop, and then she had, like, an old fucking laptop that an old job had given her, and that she just, like, held on to. And My dad taught me, like, three or four things. It was, like, how to file for unemployment, like, how to throw a punch, and how to delete your browser history. It was three very important lessons, I guess, a man should learn. <laughs> And I remember, I think I, I think I did tell you this. He call, he's like, calls me into the living room one day. He's, he's got the laptop, and he's like, "Hey man, come in here." And I was like, "What's up?" And he's like, "You see the search bar up there?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I'm kind of like going white, and he like hits one letter, and it's like he hits B, and it's like breasts, jiggly. Or <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he hits T, it's like tits. He hits A, it's like ass, P, porn, <laughs> like P, pussy. Like, you know, like just in every letter on the keyboard, I think I was like 12. I don't know. Every letter on the keyboard was corresponding to some type of pornography. And he was like, there's three dots next to the search engine, brother. Okay. You see these three dots? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, click on it. Okay. You see what says clear browser history? Go ahead and click that for me. (laughs) I was like, okay. He goes. I use this too, and I ain't mad at you. In fact, I use it for about the same thing. <laughs> but uh, he was like, your mom kind of sometimes uses this for work. So maybe, you know, <laughs> just keep it on the desktop, or, you know, or whatever. And again, at that point, like, I uh, I wasn't, I, I think I had, like, just discovered jacking off or whatever, but it most was just, like, watching porn, but, like, not, like, I had this thing in my, I think, I, uh, yeah, I know I told you this. I had this thing in my head that if I clicked on the full video, it would give my computer a virus. So I yeah, would just, yeah, uh, always, yeah. yeah, I would watch the 10 second silent clip and be like, <laughs> this is a, yeah, that was a, that was a very like a critical moment in my like development as a man of like, cause I just thought if you search something in the internet, it goes away forever. And I didn't yeah, know. I, st- I had no idea. I, I, um. I thought if you went on Facebook and you searched through Facebook, it wouldn't show up on anything. <laughs> and, but I didn't. I didn't know about really like porn or anything. I would just go on the family desktop, and I would just like scroll through like Sports Illustrated on Facebook. Yeah. Which is it? Like I don't think even really that bad. I would just like. I would just, like, look at, like, the U.S. Olympic, like, skiing team or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. These well, that were was, gorgeous. That was an era where, like, it didn't take much. I just happened to stumble on internet porn. I also didn't know how to jack off at all. It took me a little while to figure it out. I'm not gonna I would just sit completely hard for hours. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't touch 
anything. Dude, I would, yeah. I would just I, be hard, like, for like student, at the, dude, at the dinner table. Yeah, rock because solid. Because that's, that's where they kept the family computer. I yeah. Was, yes. Just, <laughs> yeah, just look at it. It was so funny to be like, because you see those stupid commercials, like, <laughs> if you have an erection lasting longer than four hours, I would, like, I would hear that, and I would think back to, like, being, like, 11 or 12 and being like, dude, I used to sit in school and not be able to get up for the pledge or like to go stand in line for hours because my, I would catch, like we would be watching a national geographic and I would see a 10th of the bottom of a tit of a woman from like the Gambia. And that just yeah. curtains, <laughs> like you, curtains. Could li- you could literally think of the word sex and you would get, a <laughs> get, get, yeah. For and like three years of life. <laughs> And it's the least pussy getting years of your entire life. Yeah, There's no need le- for it. legally it should be. By the way, I would, I would, I would like to say, um, dude, it was so weird being in like seventh grade. And I mean, I, I don't know. I like, I, I lost, I lost my virginity pretty early, but like not seventh grade early. But like, I would hear like, hey, you know that girl Mia? And I'd be like, yeah. And like, she gives hand jobs to guys in the bathroom. And I'd be like, oh, that's that's awesome. I just learned what hand job was like a year ago. And in my mind, I was like, oh, she probably has a lot of friends. <laughs> like, she's really popular. And it wasn't until I hit like adulthood, I was like, that's not good. I mean, not adulthood, but like, you know, you get like a little bit older and you're like, oh, yeah, that's bad. That's uh, yeah, I, that's I, uh, tough stuff. <laughs> I remember uh, when we were in middle school, the first guy to almost get a blowjob. Whenever I was in seventh grade, this guy was in eighth grade. <laughs> And he was going to get a blowjob, but his girlfriend walked into the room and he was completely naked. That's awesome. <laughs> like, she came to his house and he'd gotten naked in advance. That rocks. I love that. <laughs> and she was just like, no, this is weird. And he was like, fuck, maybe next time. I that do- was the last I heard of that. But uh, I remember, like, like you'd hear, like, yeah, did you hear, did you hear Devin? Like, he fingered. Yeah, he he fingered. Yeah, and dude, and you'd be like, no, dude, he didn't no, finger. No, he would have told me if he'd fingered. Yeah, if dude, if he got to finger base, bro, he would have let every, he would have called me on my cell phone, man. <laughs> he would have let. You know that couple has been dating for two years. He, she sent him a bikini pic. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. Don't spread lies. Don't don't talk. Well, it's like like also like in youth group. That was that was when it was like big time. Like, cause in school, like when I, well, especially when I got to like like early high school, like before I stopped going to church or whatever. Like it was, if you heard that somebody got their dick sucked on like youth camp, man, that was like that was the real shit. That was the top tier T, I guess. Cause like. You'd go out there in Trinity, Texas, and, like, they'd make you stay up till 2 in the morning and fucking, you know, listen to fucking worship music, and, they, you know, you'd fucking walk around in the woods forever. And I remember thinking, who has the time <laughs> to, like, A, get their dick sucked, or B, suck dick? Like, we're in church for, like, 15 hours, and then when we're not in church, we're, like... You gotta sing, and then you got a dry throat, and you're fucking yeah, toss, you're, tossing around neck in the woods after that. Yeah, yeah. It, there's And we're in Trinity, dude. There's mosquito, like, bad. Like, we're, like, in... Like, we're up there, like, northeast Texas, I think, is where it was at. Like, 
it's it's not you know this isn't dick sucking weather this is not like a lake trip <laughs> like there's rarely good outdoor dick sucking weather in Texas dude, let me I tell would, you I dude bless up to that agreed because I've never, <laughs> found, I've never found myself in the position where I've sucked a penis but I've gotten my dick sucked in very inopportune and uncomfortable moments where I was uncomfortable so I can't imagine yeah being like, on the other end of that <laughs> awful I got my dick sucked in a tent. And it was like hot as fuck outside. I was at a camping trip. And I remember for a brief moment thinking, man, my legs are cramping up. It's like a one person tent. I'm kind of, I don't even know. I guess I'm getting my dick sucked. It's not all bad. And then like a little thought in my back of my head was like, how do you think the girl feels? <laughs> like, she's like, you know, contort, you know, it's like, this is, you know, this is like on news. her end. It's like, well, I guess I started doing this. I <laughs> fucking. I guess not I, even usually the easiest task in the world. Yeah, you know, there's a certain amount of technicality that goes into it. I've and never now I'm sucking dick in a tent. He, I don't know if you can relate to this, but I've always been like uncomfortable, kind of when it's like you know, like you get offered head, and I'm always like, I'm, I've always kind of been like. I mean, if you want, like, it always seemed like such a chore. <laughs> like, it seems like such a fucking handful <laughs> to deal with. Yeah, that I. F- it was uh, it was hard growing up getting offered head so often. You know? I'm just saying, as an adult man, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying like, as a 12 year old boy. You know, on the hard plains, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you, but every when in Boy Scouts, it was so like I almost felt bad for the scout leader. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, no! I just like it. Was, I was like, like you know, college or whatever. Just like girl, like even girlfriends, dude. When I was like, it's like you really? Like, I just got home from the gym. Like, like nah. I mean, you don't. You don't like, gotta do all that. You don't gotta do all that because like hey, you want to watch TV and stuff. Yeah, we could watch TV. Like, <laughs> and I would talk. There are some friends of mine who I have a similar conversation with, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" I would I would get head if I was like in Guantanamo Bay, and I'm like, I'm not saying it's not awesome. It fucking kicks ass, but I'm also kind of like, and I don't know. <laughs> Just it's like if somebody's like, hey, like imagine you're like stripping old paint off the floor of your garage. And a buddy you haven't seen in a while comes by and he's like, hey, man, I would love to give you a hand. Just take, you know, just make the job a little easier. And you're like, man, you don't got to do that. It's hard. <laughs> you know, like it's, I got to get the fucking, the acid. I got to get the pressure washer. I don't want you, you know, if you want to, by all means, man, <laughs> suck my dick. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I get Yeah, I, I got to paint this shit later if you want to, you know, help me out or suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just always seemed like such a fucking hassle, man. I got to get the muriatic acid out. I got to get the pressure washer. I got to, you know, I got to get heavy grit sandpaper to really get the fucking garage floor nice and smooth. And then I got to get the gray paint. But I mean, you know, if you want me to fuck you in the butt, I mean, I guess we can go ahead and you know run that back. That's fine, I guess. Yeah. yeah I, hey, man, I noticed uh, you've been you've been out of town a lot lately. You want me to mow your lawn or something? I know you're busy with the kids and all that. <laughs> Shit, you could suck my dick while while you're right. at it. You're asking to fuck me? I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're asking me to fuck you? <laughs> you're asking me to fucking tear you down like a fucking... No, man, I moved in last month and I got a new zero turn. I've been... You know, I ain't got no I, use for it. Most of them, you know, my I, my old lady had me put in, you know, the stone walkway and the, and the cobblestone in the driveway, so I, I don't got really a lawn to use the, the rider on, you know, so... 
Well, Listen, man, if you, if you want me to come, come in your mouth. <laughs> Big sweaty load in you. I mean, I guess. I mean, but you don't know, feel like you got to. No, I, I, I don't really feel, feel obligated. Didn't feel obligated to do that or anything. <laughs> I was just trying to be a nice. I was just friend. trying to help you out, man. You know, I was just just trying to do. Good He's like by blushing. The I'm sorry. I don't know if I came across wrong or what, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know it. It's it's hard being a nice and upstanding gentleman, you know, a guy who's never done wrong in his life. Right. You know, a guy who's never, you know, been mean or, you know, been a dickhead or whatever. It know. sucks deserving to get your dick sucked every single yeah. hour. <laughs> <laughs> and living in a world that denies you that as an alpha male. <laughs> we up on the next episode and I'm just... <laughs> you see every vein like in my... I just look like... Like a cockroach or something. Yeah. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> <laughs> we suck this guy's dick every hour for a year. Here's what he looks like now. And it's like the picture of that guy who like went to photograph the war and oh, yeah, whatever he was it was. The... And before, it's like just a happy young guy. And then it's like a war-torn, like... He's lost like 60 pounds. Or, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like, like I'm thinking that is, but I'm thinking a YouTube thumbnail with all the colors and like the impact font. And it's like, got dick sucked every day, every hour for one year. And he's like, <laughs> like soy face. <laughs> Sucking my friend's dick every, every hour, hour for, for one a week. <laughs> now he wants to be my boyfriend. It's like Mr. Beast. He's, you know, the interview is like, yeah, you know, we were like putting a lot of money back in the show and then we had this crazy idea is like what if we sucked the camera guy's dick every hour for like six months and, and people just went crazy for it you know and, yeah if you, one person who retweets this i will suck their dick ten thousand times <laughs> one person if this gets one retweet <laughs> i will i will get head for 10 years oh fuck um those uh i dude i went on a rabbit hole this was Oh, this was some years back. I went down a rabbit hole on the incel, the incel community or whatever. And some of those like guys, um, I would like, I w I've said this before on the show. I'd like to say every, not every one of them. Some of them, there's no hope, but a lot of them darn not ugly. They're not dorks. They're just, they went on the wrong side of the internet way too fucking early and it fucked them up. But the, the interesting thing that I've read about is these guys will regal their experiences with prostitutes because it's like, in their mind, the only, you know, type of play they can get or whatever. And they're like, man, it was like uh, super simple. I gave her money and, and we had sex. <laughs> and that is, is so funny to me. Like to, <laughs> to, to like to have like a preconceived notion of what this the simplest and oldest profession in the world is. It's like, man, I gave her hundred and fifty dollars and. Uh, we she took took her clothes off. I did, I'm like, what did you expect to happen? Like, y'all go out to like. She was just gonna yell at you. Yeah, <laughs> she becomes your girlfriend for like an hour and a half. She's like, ah, the dishes. I've told you about them, and you're like, wait, wait. uh, oh, okay. That should dude. That should Some be a guy who keeps hiring dominatrices, and he's like, yeah. Even prostitutes are like this. I mean, they just ask you to do their laundry, and they step on you with big boots. <laughs> And they'll tie you up, and you give them all their money every month. All the money you make goes to them. And you say, yes, master. <laughs> and then they'll piss on you, and you have to drink it. 
and you've got probably five or six women like this every month and that you'll pull your dick out and they'll make you edge it and they'll kick it and they'll step on your balls and when you finally bust they'll they'll have their mouth open and they'll point your penis up to your mouth and they'll say drink it pig <laughs> and then you have to drink your own jizz and that's why I've been hitting the gym lately I still <laughs> pay all these women you know but I'm on uh, you know I'm I'm on uh, I'm running Anavar now. right now <laughs> yeah and I'm getting real jacked and I'll get real pissed at myself whenever I go to these women's houses and I don't hit myself with shoes and stuff before I even get there. And then I get there and they're like, what you got, Otis? You got your mouse? You hear him? Yeah. 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 (laughs) I've often, I've always wondered, man, like, because I know, I would assume the psychology behind, like, the dominatrix kink is, like, rooted in some experience or it's like a power dynamic thing. I don't, not necessarily, not really for me, but I guess I can try to assume what the psychology might be. But I do not understand the psychology behind the latex uh, vacuum thing that we've talked about previously on here. And what we were talking about with patches, like I try to understand like what leads people to do, you know, the things that they do, you know, what makes somebody, uh, you know, uh, like, a, you know, what makes someone have anger management problems? Was it abuse as a child? Was it lack of attention? What makes somebody, you know, seek out um, adrenaline or whatever? And you can typically trace back something or whatever, find a root cause of it. But yeah, I do. Maybe they saw a really sexy balloon animal guy. <laughs> that's a, that's not a bad theory, I guess. Is he doing all right down there? He's just fucking around. Yeah, he's all good. He just wanted some uh, some pets or whatever. He uh he. <laughs> He gets to his, hey man, I can't reach down there. I'm in my chair. He likes to roll around on the carpet and then he'll use a he'll hook his claws in and he'll act like he's swimming. That's badass. I like that a lot. Yes, sir. He does that. Um. Anyway, sorry not to derail it, but oh, yeah, okay. I think uh, I I see. Wow, quite a voice crack there. I see. Uh, I don't relate to the dominatrix thing at all. All right, this doesn't... Right, right, right. But I can see a part of the psychology of, like, wanting to feel pathetic. Yes. For the... Under a controlled setting. Right, right. For a guy whose life has not gone well. Yeah, there was a... Because there's anything... Anything negative can can become, like, a sexual thing. Sure. I was watching... I mean, like, I... Well... I, this is only one. I was watching this lady who said she did it in New York for like 10 years. And she said predominantly her clients were like Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan guys. They were right, like. Well, that's fucking weird. They were like. Uh, well, they're, they're guys who are in. Uh, they, they like. Uh, they play spreadsheet games with people's lives. They're wheelers and dealers. They're fucking. They're psychopaths for a living. And they make a lot of money. And uh, she was like, this was their hour, two hours a week to be like babied like totally powerless like some of them would want like weird mommy shit and then others would just you know beat the fuck out of me for two hours and i remember thinking like you've got more money than god and in your free time like you know you're like i want a woman who's dressed like a demon to like hit me with a fucking baseball bat like i feel like i was i mean i guess if you can go to bali whenever you want like if you can have anything you want in a moment's notice i guess you start seeking out you know yeah 
that's my whole chicken and egg argument for like hyper billionaires and like the sex trafficking, like Epstein stuff. Like, but I've known of uh, I've known of guys who like uh, did that and like didn't make good money. Oh, like uh, oh, guys who were in the stock trade, but they yeah, didn't... no, no, of, of guys who like basically were pay pigs. A lot of like pay pig type guys don't make good money. What do you mean? Like they don't? Make, I don't understand. I, a pay like pig is somebody. A pay pig is somebody who gives their money to a financial dominatrix. Right. Yeah. The oh, financial... you're saying they don't make enough money to do that? Right. I, like, I used <laughs> that's to think so awesome <laughs> that if you were like a pay pig type guy, you were like a millionaire. You, <laughs> right. Like yeah. you made a whole lot of money, and it was like a drop in the hat or some shit yeah. for like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But apparently, I was uh, I was talking to a friend about this a couple of years ago, and she like knew of a girl who like did that type of thing, financial domination or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. a lot of the guys would like they would like s- almost starve themselves. <laughs> like they would do enough to cover. Like they would give themselves enough money to like cover like rent, utilities, and like the most basic food. That's and awesome. Like maybe clothes and everything else, dude. Every dime Hell yeah. would go to a woman who made like three hundred thousand a year off dudes who were like that. Hell yeah. Which like Jesus fucking Christ, dude. That is bleak. <laughs> yeah. You know? You're like a It would be funny <laughs> I'm imagining like somebody I work with doing that. Being like, Yeah, I have an extra twenty bucks this month, but it's all for you. And the girl's like, okay, thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, big dog. Thank you for helping pay my phone bill. Whenever I would, like, be, uh, whenever I would work security at bars, um, there was one that I worked at while I was in school. And uh, there was this game that me and the other bartenders would play and the manager. And it would be called, like, a like a legitimate, and I don't mean this in a creepy way, like a daddy-daughter, da- like, a dad taking his daughter out, like, for school or something. Like, would it is it one of those, or is it a sugar baby, sugar daddy deal? Before they kiss, there were rules to the game. You, they cannot, you have to guess when they come in based on what they're wearing alone and how they're acting. The moment that they, like, hug like a dad would hug a daughter, they, they, it doesn't count. Anyway, I got pretty good at it, and typically, the way you can see it is, you know, what, what's the girl, like, you're not going to wear, like, a dress or a skirt with your like ass cheeks out <laughs> to like go hang out with your dad to like get a hamburger and like drink a couple beers or whatever. But I remember a couple of them would go over to where the cigarettes were being sold. And I did that too, you know, and they would be like, Oh my God, I'm on a date with this fucking old guy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and they're like super drunk, or whatever. And they're like, he like pays my rent and he got me um, a new car. It's just like, uh, we don't like fuck or anything. He just like we hang out all the time. Like I we hang out like five times a week or whatever. He's super needy. And I was like, Cool. I support whatever it is you've got to do. Uh do you need cigarettes or whatever? And she was like, Um Yeah, can I get a pen? anyway, give her the cigarettes and then, you know, she would be like, uh, you know, she she would just start talking about like the experience and like he would be getting them drinks or whatever. It although part of the story at one point I would lock eyes with a guy and he'd be like like, like trying to flex on me <laughs> as if I'm like, dude, I make $9 an hour here. I have a girlfriend. I don't like it. And these are old men, you know, like whatever. Yeah. But it's like, 
I like I was like whatever you got going. She told me that you give her six thousand dollars a month or somewhere around about this. Like first of all, I'm a one woman man. I'm good, you know. Second of all, I do not pose a threat to you <laughs> because my check from this job I just got three hundred dollars and I worked all week. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you know, I you know uh, the whole uh, having a whole relationship aside from all that stuff. You're good, man. Because it would always be like, not like a, you know, he wouldn't come over there and be like, what the fuck's up? But it would be like a. Hey, just so you know. Just so you know, I'm a Don't old. fuck that girl while she tries to buy cigarettes, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, 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 by the way, this was not like an enclosed area. Like we were before the, before the eyes of God and man, we were everybody in front of the bar. So, hey, don't, uh, don't take her behind that little, uh, fucking cigar basket you got there. Yeah, that's got to be such a weird paranoia as like a sugar daddy. It's yeah, like it's just knowing that like that's the one thing is that you're just gonna be kind of older, and she's probably gonna end up, you know. Well, like I I don't under I don't I don't I, don't, I think there's different degrees to it though. For sure, like I've I I had talked to only like you know a couple like this wasn't a pandemic of people that I interacted with. But like, one of them said that, like drunkenly, was like, I guess I guess I gotta go home and have, like one of them was like, yeah, I gotta go home and have sex with this guy, and I was like, hey, do you need cigarettes? Like, go, like I don't really want to talk to you about this. Like, have a good night or whatever. Thanks, but no thanks. You know, stop. But like, to be the guy and to know that, like, if you came on financial, like, I'm sure that he, these guys like these girls, you know, but like. You come on financial straights, dude. She's out the door, <laughs> like day one. Like the moment you're like, man, you know, it's been tough at work. Bye. But I guess it doesn't matter. I don't like how rich do you have to be to like? Because again, if we're talking about guys like you were talking about, like maybe they make like fifty grand a year, but they like f- they fake it pretty good. Like, are you bankrupting yourself? <laughs> like, like you're going in the whole credit card style, like really bad to like maintain this lifestyle or whatever. You know, people do crazy things for love. They do. <laughs> yeah, they do. And That's... when you find true love, like these people find, you know, there's there's no way you're going to fail. When you're f- 55 years old and you successfully find the 19-year-old girlfriend you've always wanted. <laughs> that you've always you know, dreamed of having. Yeah. You're, uh, I don't see a way you can fail. It's always funny, too, when those guys get on gear. And they get the old guy jacked where it's like they still have the big gut and they're like, they just still want so badly to they look young. They got fucking horse veins. Yeah, and they're purple. And they're like, yeah, I'm 30. <laughs> this is what a 30. Under Armour shirt. Yeah, yeah. Under and Armour shirt. drive like a Porsche. Yeah, a Porsche or a lifted. Like it, it, and they have the, it's either the, the Under Armour or the really tight button up. It's like a schmedium. And it like it it basically makes their forearm vein like it cuts the circulation off to like <laughs> they're like always wearing like Maui gym sunglasses or whatever. Yeah, can I get a? Uh, I'm gonna get an old fashioned, and she'll have. Um, uh, do you have any Sauvignon Blanc, dude? That was the most annoying shit when uh, <laughs> I like I worked a couple shifts behind the bar or whatever, and you know they we had a we had a regular. Uh, Regular sugar baby, sugar daddy couple or whatever, and uh, like, oh, I'll have an old fashioned um, scotch. I don't want none of that cheap stuff. All right, I'm like, 
yes, yes, Sergeant. <laughs> he just hamming it up in front of her, like you know, like I want, I want the good shit because I have money. You know, I don't know if you could tell by the Porsche out front, the Rolex on my wrist, but you know, like a Sauvignon Blanc for her, and she's like, I want a beer. And he was like, Sauvignon Blanc, and I was like, Do you want like a Lone Star or something? She was like, Yeah, it actually sounds good. I, I don't want wine right now, and he was like, Just bring her a Sauvignon, and I was like, I'm gonna. I don't think she wants that. And then he was like, he looked, he, she like turned away to like talk to somebody other than knew. And he was just like, and I was like, <laughs> like is, <laughs> is there a movie playing in your head where like you're, you're a Richard gear and she's like, like, and she's having like a glass of wine and y'all stare at like, is there, does, ha, does her drinking a trash can beer fuck up the movie? <laughs> like you're already 60 years old and you've got like a girl studying communications and you're like buying her fucking whatever the fuck. Yeah, like this is fucking it up for you. The fact that she's like, I just, yeah, I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of here. You're also, you're probably a fucking weirdo. Like I don't, I can't speak. I don't know if they're all necessarily, but you know, he brought it up in the car right home. We talked about you getting the Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> we talked about it on the way. Yeah. Yeah, I told you that you need to watch your figure. Like, just like, I told you that beer makes you bloat. And she's like, hey, man, I I, uh, I got I to go study. You she's know, like, I, you're 220 pounds and yeah, you're 5'8". Yeah. You, the only okay. reason we're talking is because this is a this is a 911 with the leather seats. If you had a, <laughs> if you had a Corolla, I would be at I take, home. I have my friends take pictures of me in this car and I send them to a little Dirk every day. <laughs> I want you to know that the moment, the moment your business fails, I, I literally, I'm calling the police on you. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sending SWAT to your house. Like, the, the moment you stop bringing the cheese in, it's curtains, you know. And that's not to, you know, diminish uh, the sugar baby world or whatever. It's just, you know, I would imagine that that's the primary motivating factor, I guess, you know. I wonder if those guys have wives. They always strike me, the ones that I've encountered either when I've been at work or just people watching, they strike me as hyper-recently divorced, well-off men. Because if a broke guy gets divorced, he typically gets into one of two things. <laughs> Going to the gym, like, a lot and getting in shape at, like, 35. Or getting really into drinking themselves to death. And, you know, like, becoming like a men-going-their-own-way guy on Reddit or whatever. If a broke guy gets divorced and it's a bad one, like an infidelity, you know, or just she doesn't love you anymore, you really don't get to have a redemption arc if you don't have money. But if you're like a well-off divorced guy and maybe she didn't get all the cheese, maybe you had a prenup, I feel like that is typically your next move. It's like, I'm going to go scroll on down to UT and see if I can, you know, <laughs> scrub me up one of these fucking big uh, Bucky's t-shirt type. That's going to be so depressing. I, it sounds It sounds bad because... I would hope at that age I've moved on like I'm 28 now and I'm like that doesn't sound good I would hope at 60 that I'm like if I if for whatever reason God forbid you get divorced like later like in your middle ages it's like oh I'm done I don't I'm not talking to anybody I'm not texting women <laughs> do you think I'm texting or like going on day? no I'm getting a boat a shitty one if I have money maybe a mid boat and I'm just gonna go out like on the water and maybe live out there. Yeah. Like I, I can't, mean, Im you, can you imagine being married to somebody for 30 years and it goes south infidelity? She don't love you. She fucking something happens. 
and then re-entering the dating world as a 60-year-old. <laughs> Even if you have money, that would it seems fucking absurd. It seems absurd to have to do it like in your 30s or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I mean... Even if it happened now, I think I, I would like, I would become such an old man. Yeah, no, same. My, I, la- my last single stretch, I got like really into whittling. Yeah. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I'm just thinking of like how much further I could go into, uh, you come over and I'm like, yeah, I tried to build a forge, but I just burnt down. Like half the front the, house yeah. at the front of the house. Yeah, I was talking to my friend Cameron about it, the guy that printed the Porky shirts the other day, and it's like, yeah, no, I I, I imagine a scenario where, you know, God forbid, you know, it would have happened like, I'm like, no, I'm, I think I'm done. I, I just, you know, I, there, I, yeah, you get into whittling, you get into like being an aquarium guy, like that is an awesome, like, uh, that is a, that's a middle class divorce guy move is to be like, to get a, like a, <laughs> a 600 gallon, Dude, I would go over to my dad's friends' houses who, like, their wives had, like, recently left them, and they're, like, you know, like, 12, and I'm, like, man, when'd you get all those fish? Well, you know, I ain't got nothing to spend my money on no more, you know. Colleen left. Like, oh, okay. He's, like, that there, it's a rooster fish, and I got these little feeder fish, and I could, and he's telling me the names of fish, but what I can hear is, I'm so close to being done living. <laughs> like, I, like he's like, now this rooster fish, typically they live in South America. And, and so what they will eat is actually small crabs. There's not a lot of carnivorous fish from that area that's actually only eat crustaceans. And then what I got to clean the tank scene is I'm away from work a lot. I work turnaround. So I got two eels. And they live in a cave together. And his name's Tim. And that name's, his name's Mike. And then I, what I'm hearing is, every day I think about it. <laughs> every fucking day I think about it, but my son's about to graduate high school and he just got on to play JV ball. And I'm, I, I want to see a couple of the ball games before I fuck his shit up for the rest of his, <laughs> for the rest of his life. You know, like that, that's like a, yeah, that's a nice middle-class divorced guy move aquarium guns. Actually, you know what? That's any, I think that's just, I think you can definitely get more into guns. Yeah, even if like you maybe were, you had like one or two guns, like you had an AR. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, I got an AR, no big deal. And then you get divorced, and you're like, come and fucking take them. Yeah, well, I will. <laughs> if the police come and try and get me, I'll kill myself. Marie took about everything I fucking had, but try and come and take my M4. See if you can get it. You you, you probably did take my Harley success. She did. I was she, not expecting that. She, she took not the have boat. kept it at her sister's house. This house I built with my hands, she took it. Uh, I'm supposed to be out of here. <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be in here. Um, she took the truck, yeah. Um, you know. She took everything. But I do got a Gatlin gun <laughs> off of an A-10 Warthog. <laughs> and I've got an AT Dude. Uh, oh, Civil War. That is such a good one. That is, like Civil War reenactment. Yes, sir. Yeah, like, uh, but the Confederate side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Have you ever been to a reenactment? I have not. Oh, dude. I had no reason to go. So, um. We should we should go to one. I've been to one. And- I was a kid. Yes, I want to go to another one, though. They're so much fun. Um, It wasn't the Civil War, so it was uh, out in my hometown there's a the San Jacinto monument uh it's just like this big limestone it looks like the Washington monument um 
but uh, in the it literally in the middle of a bunch of smokestacks out on like the fucking coast off 225 heading towards Galveston. And uh, anyway, the, it's it's up there for the Battle of San Jacinto, which was like I guess when the Texas and Mexico War or whatever. And dude, they were letting off shells and like cannon. So like a, like they would fire a cannon and the ground would explode. And uh, it was kind of looking back now. There were moments of it that were racist. Because you would have, like, a white guy in, like, a Mexican army get up. But you could tell that no one had taught him Spanish. So he would be like, Today we we are the coming to say the San Jacinto is for Mexico. <laughs> and then, like, the guy playing Sam Houston would be like, Not today, partner, or whatever. And then, like, cannons would start going. And I'm like, you couldn't find a Mexican guy? In South in South Houston, <laughs> you couldn't. You okay, could, yeah. now we go to the Alamo. <laughs> okay, everybody, my name is uh, Santana. Uh, when Sam Houston goes sleepy, uh, basically what we are going to do, because uh, he hurt his leg, so his leg is very injured, and we're going to rush him while he sleeps. But you gotta be on the lookout for two of the craziest white boys we ever seen, David Crockett. And James Bowie, uh, you need to be on the lookout for these two crazy. They have a big knife. Uh, <laughs> so and then Sam Houston's like just a ten foot tall, jacked like rigger. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. There ain't nothing you can do to take this here Alamo. <laughs> I'll die for it. As an honorable white man. As an honorable... Texas ain't even a place yet, but as a as a guy from fucking Fort Worth, which is not even... <laughs> as Today, a, don't look at the color of your skin, boys. Don't look at your position in this here... Infantry. Fort. Today, we're all white men. <laughs> That's how we'll die. Talking to like a group of Comanche who were basically <laughs> slaved into fighting. Yeah, just a bunch of a guy who was like the help around who was just trying not to get on anyone's bad side the whole time. Yeah. And he's like, Hey man, uh I think I think somebody ordered pizza and it was meant to be for delivery, but you guys accidentally ordered pickup, so I gotta head that way soon. Not no uh no pizza tonight. <laughs> Today we will be fighting to the death, just as we all signed up to do. Everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, we woo, yeah, we signed up, yes, sir." The- now about about that pizza, I feel like if we all went to pick up the pizza, it would be safer. It's a cheaper delivery fee too. You don't have yeah, to. We would save a lot of money. We save like, like ten what? bucks. We got like three hundred guys here. That's it, a lot of pizza. It's eighteen forty-two, man. Ten dollars is going to be worth like a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you guys don't know what inflation is, but I think I saw. Uh, I was talking to one of Santa Ana's guys, and he said they won't kill anybody if we surrender. And then, <laughs> and then if we leave and we come back, we can just have the fort, the Alamo. <laughs> They'll just give it back. Yeah. Oh my gosh, J- Abraham Lincoln. Who is maybe on our side, maybe not. He just, he's not a, he's probably only a lawyer at this point. I want that he's to do one of the best lawyers in the land of in Illinois. America, <laughs> which we're not in. We're in the Republic of Texas. He just texted me. He said, You guys are good. 
By the way, I'm not a president. I'm actually just a like a middling lawyer right now, but I am Abraham Lincoln, and the pizza that you guys ordered is super tasty. And I want to let you guys know that you can take Mexico. It's me, Abraham Lincoln. Thank you. It's me, Abraham Lincoln. Sam Houston, if... if Sam if Houston, you, do we have a problem? If, Is, if we leave, if you leave now, then then your, your place in history is secured. But if you don't and you stay and you die here, there's going to be a community college named after <laughs> you and it's going to suck. You're going to have a city named after you that it's going to have really good food and really great music in about oh, 200 the, the, years. The, I guess also like the fifth biggest city in the in United, United States. United States, yeah, that's a, yeah. <laughs> uh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, Sam, I don't want you to get a big head about this. Uh, you don't got to die here. You're just going to basically be remembered f- literally forever. Uh, and uh, Also, tell uh, tell Bowie that it's just going to be the knife. Yeah. <laughs> The knife he it's a knife to have and a, a knife and a shitty high school in Austin that has a lot of stabbings. That's basically where you're gonna what you're gonna be. And also for. a fort in Fort Worth. Yeah, and Davy uh, the Hat. Basically, just there's gonna be a country singer who's your great to the tenth power grandson Charlie. He's gonna do some good, uh, but uh, really, people <coughs> they're only gonna know you for the hat. I don't get a cool knife. Nah, Jim had the knife. Uh, Sam's gonna get the you know the biggest city in the state. Steven's going to get the capital, um, you know, Antonio's getting San, I, I guess. Well, what about Jamal? <laughs> there is nobody here named Jamal. <laughs> that Jamal's are, yeah, is not allowed. His name is Jay. But, Davey, you're getting the stupid. I don't know why the fuck you brought that hat, Davey. We're going to war. What is that? Coonskin? Yeah, well, I figured. Uh, you didn't figure fuck, man. You didn't. That's These are musket I don't rounds. know how you found a raccoon out here. We're in the fucking <laughs> desert. <laughs> Yeah, I just picked it up on the weight. You know, I skinned it. I think it's it's real fluffy. It feels great. Listen, man, all you of know, us I love are fluffy animals. That's why I made this. All of us I, are. I want to be a raccoon. I want to go. I want to. I want to eat cat food. Meow. Listen, Davy. I don't know I if you want to be a cat. Is what I want to be. <laughs> Listen, Davy. I don't know if you fucking. <laughs> Just Davy Crockett, like he gave one of the most epic speeches of that. Wow, y'all will go to hell, and I'll go. To... He's just this mentally fucking <laughs> retarded. I really like, wish I was a cat. Well, I was if wondering if Jimmy got the cool knife. Pops to you, Jimmy, and Stephen gets the big cool city with all the music, and Sam gets the biggest city with the best barbecue. I was thinking that I could get the coon hat. <laughs> I was thinking that I could be a hat, a special hat. They only sell at gas did, stations. And when and when you think of history in Texas, you think of all the cool people and the cool stuff they did. I had the little bitty raccoon hat. That's right. That's right. And Mr. Sam Houston, I think it's awesome that you get to have you get to be have named after you one of the biggest historically black cities in the world. In the future, someday. Sam's like, hey, yeah, Dave, 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 cut it. We don't. Hey, man, we're Dave, about to go to war. Dave, <laughs> stop. Hey man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Dave, shut the fuck up. I, I was wondering if we could all pretend to be cats. We could probably stay alive. Meow. There's meow. just there's like six hundred fucking Mexicans on horseback with like musket rifles that they bought. <laughs> and they're like, Davey, Dave, we're going to war. Can you say something cool? Say something epic. Okay, give me a second. You may all go. 
to hell. And I will go to, um, what's the name of a place? Texas. Yo, Thank, man, you, Davey. Th- Thank you, Davey. Thank you, Davey. I won't because all dog, all kitties go to heaven. Everybody with the hat goes to the heaven. Thank you. Uh, my name's Dave. <laughs> I think if they come, if they barge okay, in the door, what I'm probably going to do is pull this hat over me and I'll still <laughs> think I'm a simple country raccoon. <laughs> and I was thinking, Dave or Jim. Whatever your name is, you could probably hide in the sheath of your knife. And they would they simply think you were a big knife. <laughs> and Houston, I was thinking perhaps you could um you could I, I would have made a second hat if I knew you would have been here. <laughs> would have made two hats. I've only Wait. ever seen one raccoon and I unfortunately killed him before he could weave me the other <laughs> raccoons. Davy, 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 Davy. Um I appreciate the speech. I really appreciate the offer on the hat. I also um, killed several cats since we got here. I'm glad you got them. I'm really happy for you, Dave. Um, well, I could not make hats as I ate them too quick. <laughs> Dave, uh, we're going to need you to hang back in the back of the Alamo. Uh, I will never leave my post. I, I know. Your post is going to be in a hole in the back of the Alamo. Uh, Cow? Just, yeah, there's we have so many cats down there for you, buddy. Mm. <laughs> Yum! I would never get killed back there, historically speaking. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you thought this was good, go on over to uh, patreon.com slash pendejo time. Toss us a little cheddar bug. Why don't um, you, bitch? Five bucks gets you access to uh, four extra episodes a month, four premium episodes. Ten bucks gets you access to all that shit. And then uh, one video episode a month we're about to drop. Um, it's a September video episode. Uh, we got a new camera, so it look good. Got a whole new setup. Looks pretty nice. Desk, mics, whole nine yard. We're super official. We're fucking ready to go. Um, we're big money now. We're big, big money now. If you have $50 a month, you can give it to us, but you don't get anything extra. Um you just, you know, you get to be among two cool guys that you I guess get have to money. Help pay my life bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, that's something to think uh, about. So, you know, go on ahead and do that shit. Uh, I don't got anything to plug. We can't plug anything yet. I guess uh, that's it. I got to do laundry. Either Thomas will be doing uh, an hour of laundry at his house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing an hour at the laundromat, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, uh, we got some shit in the works, so be on the lookout for that. But otherwise, uh, bye. Bye-bye.